Welcome to Access Paracast, I'm Beth Luscombe. In this episode, I managed to have a chat with the DJ Maynard at the latest Skeptics in the Pub meetup about his thoughts regarding the paranormal. Plus, I explore the topic of hauntings and the paranormal underwater. But first... I accepted an invitation to present my talk about paranormal experiences versus mental health at the Skeptics in the Pub monthly meetup. Slightly apprehensive at first, I was soon to realise that many can be critical thinkers without the cynicism. I also used the opportunity to have a chat with the well-known Aussie media personality, DJ Maynard, who has been frequenting these meetings for a while now and continues his own podcast series on his website, maynard.com.au. I started off by asking him about his thoughts on the paranormal. I'm here with the lovely Mr Maynard here from the Australian Skeptic Society here at the monthly Skeptics in the Pub meeting. How are you, Mr Maynard? Oh, I'm fine. I want to say that I in no way represent the Skeptic Society. I'm what they call a fellow traveller, what Joe Jockey peterson used to call a fellow traveller to the communists. They're like the communists, I'm like the fellow traveller. I just, I just hang out because I get free drinks. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts? Is there an afterlife? Um, I would say probably not, based on what I've seen. Um, and as I have mentioned to people before, if, if there was a reliable and repeatable, anytime you like, communication with the afterlife, that would so fundamentally change our society that it would be unrecognisable and also maybe a little bit unworkable because you wouldn't, you'd have all this past knowledge which you could just draw on all the time. So it might make some people a bit lazy. I mean, you might not need a Hawking because you'd have Einstein who can continue to do his work in the afterlife. So you just have to refer back to him. Hawking would be out of a job. <laughs> have you always had a sceptical point of view? Um, Yes, but I, look, I got into the whole thing with uh, Eric Von Daniken. I really want to meet Eric Von Daniken. His Chariots of the Gods was a really interesting thing to me when I was a kid. I, in fact, I loved it so much I bought Some Trust in Chariots, which was a sceptical book about that. And that's what sort of started my path about the whole thing. But basically, I'm just interested in the paranormal. And if you're in researching the paranormal and you find it not to be there, I also find that kind of interesting. You know, And I'm not here to poo-poo people. And people who are experiencers... I don't want to argue with, like uh, uh, Travis Walton, who was abducted and one of the most famous abduction cases. I, I spoke to him when, up when he was here in Australia. And um, look, uh, my reading of him was that uh, he's someone who experienced something. Um, but uh, 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 is, is it uh, Nickel, the inv investigator, the sceptical investigator, uh, Nickel? Yeah, he, he thinks he's a big faker, but I can't figure out how he would have faked the, the flash of light that... that, that threw him to the ground. That's the one I can't figure out. Um, uh, Nichols seems to think he maybe had set up some lights or something, but I'm not quite sure. So that's the only one that I, I find is, is, is an interesting abduction case. Is there any other experiences that you've heard of that you may think, oh, actually that needs further exploration that may not necessarily, um, it might actually possibly be paranormal or it may actually be something you can't explain just yet? Well, here's a little bit of a Maynard secret, people. 
I get a bit freaked out with ghost stories and talking about Gnostic things. Those things, well, Gnostic stuff bores me a bit because it's all very text-based, and ghost stuff just freaks me out a little bit. So I'm a little bit wary of ghost stories generally, not because I don't want to find out if anything's there, just the act of investigating it, I find spooky. I'm more of a nuts and bolts person, like I, 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 ufology, I like the idea of ufology. And I like the idea that people seem to be thinking there's physical craft flying around all the time, when I'm not quite sure. We, we could be looking at something from another dimension, we could be looking at the ultra-terrestrial theory, which is one I'm, I'm very interested in as well, and things like that. So I'm not sure the extraterrestrial theory is necessarily the answer, or it could be a combination of all, or it could be something from another dimension. A classic example is if you take a flatlander view of things, someone who has a, a two-dimensional world, and you stick your finger into their two-dimensional world, they'll just see these lines getting bigger and smaller in front of them as you pull your finger in now their third dimension. So who knows what, what UFOs or people from another dimension, if it was, it could look like UFOs in this dimension. See, so my mind is open and it has been accused of falling out occasionally. <laughs> Yeah, I've got to say that. Back in, that's the main thing. Oh, look, I remember one of my, one of my fa favourite days was I, uh, a friend of mine who is, um, is an anomalist. I spent some time with him in the morning and I spent some time with Richard Saunders in the afternoon. And both of them had completely opposite views on the Kennedy assassination. And they said to me, well, how can he believe that, uh, that, that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't shoot the president? And the other one was saying, what, he believes Lee Harvey Oswald shot the president? What an idiot. And I found those views both very worth listening to. Yeah, see, so I, I, I get shot by both sides. Do we all? Yes, yes, yeah. And, and look, is, is there a case you recommend I should have a look at? Is there one you've seen where you go, Maynard, have a look at this one? bang on about the whole Enfield poltergeist. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, now poltergeists are really one I don't like having anything to do with. Because <laughs> poltergeists chuck stuff about and um, a ghost might come out and have a mention to you or, or be seen every once in a while. Poltergeists just really want to screw you up. They seem to be mucking around with you, so I really don't have any truck with poltergeists, I'm afraid. Um, although the evidence I have seen at conferences of poltergeists appear to be someone pulling pranks, like a member of the family pulling pranks, but uh, that is just a, a, a thing I have a look at. But I really wish that there would be more of a cohesion of the Australian Paranormal Society, because they get together at a few groups at Kishula, and it was a pity that the Paranormal Conference can't be held this year because of lack of interest, because it is expensive to get guests from overseas, whereby in America these things happen every 10 minutes. Yeah. Have you been to any American conferences? I have. I have. I've gone um, once a year every five years. Right. Uh, sorry, in the last five years, sorry. So, yes, I have often gone. So, but I completely understand that. I do have some recommendations for the listener. These are the streaming streaming paranormal radio stations that I listen to, often at night. And as I say, if they do something about ghosts, I might tune to another one. So, I have three. There's PSN Radio. There's the Inception Radio Network, and that's a hot one because every couple of hours they will read the daily UFO report, which is based on MUFON sightings uh, and real time. So they're basically reading the phone log of people that have rang into MUFON and seen what they've seen that day, which is kind of interesting. And uh, of course, the Dark Matter Digital Network that is a good one as well. So if you want a bit of a, if you want a bit of a up-to-date live streaming thing, that's PSN Radio, the Inception Radio Network, and Dark Matter Digital Network. And if you can't find ghosts or UFOs, there, I can't help you. Be sure to check out all of DJ Maynard's podcasting on his website, which is maynard.com.au.
personally have never scuba dived before, but I've been told the experience is truly magical. Just the acoustics alone would be a fascinating experience. But if people can have paranormal experiences on land, can it also happen underwater? The National Ocean Service says that 95% of the world's oceans remain unexplored by humans, and for hundreds of years, sailors of the sea have reported seeing strange creatures in the water. There are stories of divers all over the world seeing other divers in the ocean that then vanish without a trace, or even sounds of other divers when no one else is around. Josh Gates's show Destination Truth was the first show to do a paranormal investigation underwater, and it was in an area off the coast of New Guinea. This spot had plane wreckages from World War II, and what he discovered was an unusual hotspot and also claimed to have heard sounds of an engine. There is also a paranormal group called Paranormal Divers, who are based in Florida in the USA and they specialise in investigations of wreckages of ships or planes, strange lights, and sounds as well as exploring the topic of marine cryptozoology. It's an interesting thought, isn't it? If water is a conductor of energy, and there are sites where human deaths have occurred, it doesn't seem too far-fetched that it could actually be a possibility of a haunting. In 2007, a group of divers came back to their boat after diving for a few hours, and one person asked who the diver with the white shirt was that waved at them. They all looked puzzled at each other, did another head count just in case, and realised everyone was accounted for, and there was no other boats around either. There is also the stories of what is known as the Blue Hole Ghosts, who apparently haunt blue holes, which are kind of just also known as sinkholes. A few years ago, two divers saw another diver who appeared to have a pink tank, to then be shocked when that person seemed to have just disappeared. It rattled them that much that they reported the incident to police when they were back on dry land. Then we get thinking about the thousands and thousands of underwater caves that haven't even been discovered yet. To think of the types of life forms that reside in these locations could very well give some amazing clues to how life really began on Earth. If you are interested to find out how paranormal divers are going with their latest underwater investigations, head over to their Facebook page, Paranormal Divers. That's all for now. Thanks so much for listening and keep investigating. 